Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. There were two passengers on the westbound stage, both of whom were heading for the town of New Hope. The younger passenger was a boy just past 14. His name was Dan Reed. No one knew that he was the nephew of the mystery rider known as the Lone Ranger. Someone meeting you, Dan? Yes, uh, I expect I'll be met by an Indian. He'll have a horse for me. I see. Been visiting friends in the east? Yes, sir, in St. Joe. I'm going to spend a couple of weeks with some, well, some other friends and then go back to school. Good for you. Tell you, Dan, what the country needs right now is men with book learning. That's what the... I mean, uh, uh, that's what one of my friends tells me. There are plenty of men to plant crops and wrangle cows. What we need now are men that are educated to be leaders and bosses. That's why I left the ranch a few years ago. Where have you been, Mr. Langdon? Chicago. Went there to study medicine. Well, well then you're Dr. Langdon. <laughs> Dr. Bob sounds more natural. Uh, are you going to settle in New Hope? Well, that all depends. I want to settle there, but 
Maybe I can't. Why not? I know everyone in town. The boys might not have much confidence in me. But if you're a doctor... I was a cowhand. I'm wondering if the boys will forget that. Oh, there. Hey, we've arrived. Hey, Dave, so busy talking, I never noticed. There he is. That's Bob Haggett. Hi, Bob. Come on up there, Steve. Oh, Steve. Looks like a reception committee. I sent word I was coming. Come on, Bob. Doggone, it's good to see you. Hi there, Terry. Welcome home. Your job out of my ranch is waiting for you. Hey, George, Bob, you grown up. Yeah, store closed, too. Yeah, I knew you'd get fed up with them city dudes come back to open country and your own kind of cattlemen. Coming back to work for me? Now, hold on. I wrote that I was coming back a doctor. I figured you could read. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> you a sawbones? Well, that's a good one. We got a doctor. Sure we have. Doc Miller's still on hand. Doc Miller's a veterinary. He's a horse doctor. Anyone that can cure a horse can cure a man, I always say. <laughs> now, hold on, boys. Listen to me. Listen, will you? You can't judge me by what I was when I left here. I've worked and studied. And I'm a doctor. Well, we're all your friends, Bob. But they don't say we got to take chances on your pills. <laughs> I was afraid you'd feel like this. But it's all right with me. There are a lot of newcomers around here now. People who didn't know me as a buckaroo. Homesteaders. Yeah. You want a doctor, people. You go right to work on all them ordinary homesteaders that are spoiling the rain. They need killing. Oh, that's my right. feeling. Hey, mister. I hear you right. Are you a real doctor? There's one of the homesteaders now. What are you doing in town, Perkins? Go on, clear out of here. You better vamoose, Perkins. Get just a minute. What's your trouble? My wife is sick. Doc Miller, the horse doctor, he says he can't do anything. She needs a real doctor. Get out of here. Let him alone, Jeff. He's a homesteader. You can't be seen talking to him. I've got nothing against homesteaders. What's that? Nothing against them. I'm ready to help anyone that needs me. Where do you live, Perkins? My ranch is about two miles outside of town. He's rich. I'll get myself a horse delivery and ride out with you right now. You can't do it, Bob. There's going to be trouble around here, and you don't want to be on the wrong side. Terry, it doesn't make any difference to a doctor whether a man's a rancher or a homesteader. Oh, Bob. You going back on your old friends. All right. You won't understand. I can't make you. Come on, Perkins. Thank you, Doc. He used to be a cow. Here. Here, your horse, Dan. Gosh, Victor sure looks fine, doesn't he, Tunnel? Isn't <laughs> that right? You know, it, it's too bad the men feel as they do about Dr. Bob. I liked him a lot. Well, there's plenty of trouble around here. You mean between the cattlemen and the homesteaders? That's right. That's why Lone Rangers stay here a few days. Help keep peace. <laughs> I'll sure be glad to see the Lone Ranger. Well, you get the saddle. Yes, steady, boy. You see the Lone Ranger soon. Come on, Victor. Get him on the scout. Despite the ridicule of the ranchers in the vicinity, Dr. Bob made many visits to the little Perkins farm to see Kate Perkins through her serious illness. Meanwhile, he did much to help the other poverty-stricken homesteaders and their children. It was with a genuine thrill of accomplishment that he was able to pronounce his first patient completely cured. You're perfectly all right now, Mrs. Perkins. Oh, well, I'm sure grateful to you, Dr. Bob. We're both mighty grateful. We can't tell you how much in words. It, it's been a blessing to every homestead family in the valley. You're coming here. 
That little Jones baby would have died for sure, and Mamie Cartwright, well, she's been ailing for months. I tell you, we've been here most a year now, but, well, the valley's never seemed like home before. We, we never felt safe, but it's different now, and it's you that's made it that way, Doctor. Yeah. Now, what are you scowling about, Lige? Talking about being safe. Don't you start on the cattleman. I'm not. It's just in your nature to worry about something. Why don't you think how well the crops are doing instead? They won't do us much good if we don't get them harvested. Well, what's going to stop us? Well, there's... you got to remember the doctor here was a cattleman once himself. And that proves they can't be as bad as you think they are. <laughs> I swear to goodness, doctor, the way Lige talks, why... You'd think the ranchers were fixing to run us off our land. Maybe they are. Nonsense. We got deeds from the government, haven't we? You haven't seen any troops around here, have you? Well, what do we want with troops? That's the only way the government can protect us. Doctor, you get around a lot. Have you seen anything of a masked man and an Indian in the valley? A masked man on a white horse? Yeah. I've seen him once or twice. Not very close. Could Walton or some of the other ranchers be hiring outlaws? Uh. I can't believe that Judd would do a thing like that. I, I used to work for him. Well, that was before we came here. The masked man's got some reason for being in the valley. Flies, you can understand why the cattlemen don't like the idea of homesteaders. It means the end of the open range. But at the same time, they still have plenty for their herds. They have plenty of water. They may talk a lot, but they won't do anything. I hope you're right. Just a... Who's that? Somebody just reined up outside. The masked man. And an Indian. Lies. Judd Walton and his men are breaking down your north fence. They're getting ready to drive a herd into your corn. What? You better come with me right away. Hurry up, Lies. Maybe a trick, Doc. This is the outlaw. I'm not an outlaw, but there's no time to argue. He's right. Come on. Now, just a second while I get my rifle. Be careful, Lies. Don't stop to saddle a horse. You can ride bareback. I'm ready. Coming, Doctor? Yes. Oh, Lies, be careful. If it comes to shooting, let him have their way. Not me. Shut up. Yep. 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 Ready, big All right, Tonto. I'll lead the way, Doctor. Come on, Silver. Lige Perkins soon reached the line fence, accompanied by the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dr. Bob. On the other side of the fence, a number of ranchers were lined up with their cattle. Hold on. There they are. Look at them. Fixing to bust down my fence. All right, you mavericks, get away from that fence or I'll open fire. You start shooting, mister, and you'll regret it. Hold it, Lige. Don't shoot. Look, he's got a masked man with him. You hiring gunslingers to help you out? Lige is here to protect his property. If he has to fight... We'll back him up. That goes for me, too, Terry. Bob, you're on the wrong side of that fence. Come over here with your own kind. I'm on the side of the law, Terry. This here is my land, and I'm ready to fight for it. Perkins, I'm speaking for all the ranches. There isn't room enough in this valley for homesteaders. I'm giving you the last word. Clear out! I'm not clearing out. This land is mine. I aim to hold it. What's more, I'm going to get the homesteaders together. And we'll keep our fences guarded night and day. You had your warning. You'd better heed it. All right, boys. Get your head moving. There's old Judd heading for the ranch house. He seems to be the leader of the cattlemen. He is. 
I'm going to try to reason with him. As things tack up, it looks like a range war. Yes, I know. Oh, God, if he only had some law around here. Well, the sheriff is too far away to be of any help. And there are no troops within a hundred miles. I think the doctor is about the only man who can prevent a range war. I don't know about that, mister. I think you're pretty good at preventing trouble. You think so? Yes. That is, if you're the man I think you are. Oh? You call that horse Silver and the Indian Tonto. What about that, Doctor? I haven't been in this country for some time, but I've heard a lot of stories that have come out of here. And a number of those stories deal with a man who's known as the Lone Ranger. If uh, you're going to talk to Judd, I think I'll go with you. I'd like to have you. Judd's a stubborn old cuss, but his heart's as big as a bucket. Stubborn? Yes, I he won't even admit he's getting old. Did you notice that horse he was riding? Yes, it looked mean. Ah, me see it. It looked like killer horse. It is. Every man on Judd's outfit has tried to make him get rid of that horse, but he won't do it. As I said, Judd won't admit he's getting old. He's detached himself from the rest of the party. If you want to talk to him, let's go through the gate and catch him. Now, how about me? Not you, Perkins. You stay on your side of the fence. Come on, mister. Come on, Silver. Get him there. Hey, Judd. Judd, rein up a second. We want to talk to you. What are you and that best man want? Just a little talk. Now, look here, Judd. Those homesteaders are nice people. You'd like them if you got to know them a little better. I'd rather make friends with the rattlesnake. You're afraid if the government moves more homesteaders into the valley, you won't have enough range water. But that won't happen. The government knows what it's doing. There's plenty of room for everybody that's here. You heard what I told Perkins? Judd, your wish to make friends with a rattlesnake may come true. Eh? Pull your horse over here. I'm not in the habit of taking orders from my outlaws. You ordered me off Perkins' land. Look out! There was a red man. Pull that bronc, Judd. He's down. That horse is going for him. He'll kill him. Come on, boy. At him, Silver. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. 
Judd Walton was thrown from his horse when the Lone Ranger shot a rattlesnake and the Bronco tried to kill him. But the Lone Ranger and Silver charged between them. The great white stallion reared to meet the flashing hoofs of the outlaw horse and knocked him off his feet. Judd's life was saved, but he was unconscious from the fall and the masked man carried him inside the ranch house. Tonto raced back to the Perkins farmhouse for the doctor's bag and then, half an hour later... He'll open his eyes in a second. Oh, my head. Don't try to move, Judd. You've broken a couple of ribs. What? Take it easy. Uh, I'm all bandaged up. What happened? Your bronc threw you and then tried to kill you. He would have if it hadn't been for the masked man and that white horse. I never saw anything move so fast. Well, uh... I guess I'd better take back a few things I said. The doctor says you'll be all right if you don't leave the house for a while. Doctor. Gosh, you really are a doctor, aren't you, Bobby? I wish the rest of the cattlemen would believe it. Hell, look here, Bobby. We cattlemen don't have any fight with you. Or for that matter, with this masked man or his Indian friend. But... With the homesteaders, it's different. We're going to wipe them out. And if you stand to fight with them, you'll get down with them. You're in the wrong, Judd. You and the other cattlemen. What I said still goes. Now clear out of here. Lone Ranger rode between the doctor and Tonto as he left the stubborn old man's ranch house. The trio rode slowly as the Lone Ranger talked to the young doctor. The other cattle ranchers are unlikely to make a move without Judd. That's right. He's their leader. How long do you think he'll be laid up? He'll be in the saddle again in about a week. Why do you ask? Judd likes you, Bob. Well, All I... the cattlemen like you. You made a lot of friends among the homesteaders. I hope so. I have an idea that may prevent a range war. You can count on me for anything I can do. I've got to count on you and a friend of Tonto's. Mm. Who's that? Chief Thundercloud. Oh, and what him do? I'll tell you all about it when we get back to camp. We'll leave you here, Bob. Adios. Hasta la vista. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. During the week that followed, the farmers worked their fields and the cowboys rode the range. But both factions knew that war would soon begin as soon as Judd Walton was able to ride. And they were right. When the old man was once more in the saddle, he called the ranchers together and gave them their instructions. Yeah, listen close, boys. Johnny Hugh and Billings will have them in here at 3 o'clock. We'll get going right away. Get all the bullets you need. Make sure you're ready. Where are we heading first, boys? I've got word that as soon as they know we mean to attack, all the farmers are going to get together at the Perkins place. He'll send his wife away. That'll suit us fine. We're not going after women and children. But there won't be a man alive tonight unless they throw down their guns and agree to our terms. Uh, What about Bob? He'll take his chances with the rest of them. Now get ready. We're all set now. Caleb, you ride with me. Mount your bronc. Hey, boss, that sounded like the mask man. Where? There he is, coming like the wind. Hold it, man. Maybe the farmer sent him. Maybe. 
We haven't made a secret of what we're going to do. We'll listen to them anyway. You figure they're giving up? Yes, only... A... Only what? Only it don't sound like the masked man would do that. Judge! Another minute and you'd have been too late. I may be too late now. What are you talking about? Bob Langdon has been captured by Indians. The Doc? He was riding along the South Trail. War party rode down from the hills and surrounded him. Which way did they go? Back to the hills. You'll have to hurry. Come on, men. The Doc's been captured. Follow me. Meanwhile, the farmers were assembled at the Perkins farmhouse. Tonto brought news to Lige. You sure, Tonto? Uh, Indian get Dr. Bomb. Yeah, if these ranchers weren't what so... What difference does that make, Lige? Let them tear down our fence and burn up our crops if they want to. The doc's our friend and you got to save him. Yes, you're right. Are you with me, men? Then no. come on, get horses, saddle up. Let's get going, the doc's in danger. Come on. In accordance with a plan that had been outlined by the Lone Ranger, Tonto led the farmers toward a valley while the masked man and the ranchers cut into the same valley from another direction. As the two factions came together, the Lone Ranger signaled a halt. Well, of all things, the farmers... They're just as interested in getting Dr. Bob back as you are. You wait. Me right up hill and look for Indians. Tonto, Get him up, scout! Tonto raced to the top of the nearest hill, looked off into the surrounding valleys, and then returned. Did you see the Indians, Tonto? Ah, me see them. Them over that way. Behind us? That's right. Them head for ranch house. Yeah, my house is in that direction. Why, heading for Judd's house. Wait, whose owner is saving? We've got to cut him off. What's it to you? We aim to lick those redskins. Homesteaders and the ranchers, riding as a single unit, raced down the hill and across the valley floor toward the Indians. They're shooting! Give it to them, boys! Get closer to them! Come on! They're circling your place, Judd! Don't give them time to stop! Write them down! They might get cover behind the ranch house! Get up there! Don't give them a chance to get cover! Get up Riding hard, the homesteaders and the ranchers fired on the Indians. They can't get him at this distance. Charge him! Charge him! As the ranchers and homesteaders drew nearer, the Indians left the ranch house. They're heading east. Get after them! Where's Bob? I don't see Bob with him. Well, they're heading for my place. That's where they're going. They're going to the homestead land. We chased them. We scared them away. Rain up here. Let me look around. Rain up at you. Oh, oh, oh. Indians are making a beeline for your place, Perkins. Uh, yeah. Well, let's all get after those redskins. Now you're talking, Judd. You mean you're going to drive them off our homestead land? You oh, critters right. were ready to fight with us ranchers, weren't you? Come on, boys. Get underway. The Lone Ranger led the way with Lige and Judd and Tonto riding close behind, followed by the ranchers and the farmers. They swept across the rangeland and came within view of the fences that protected homestead crops. The fences were intact. The Indians, it seemed, had used the roads and gates to reach the scattered dwellings, then having reached them, had gone on. The horsemen reined up the Perkins house. Oh, 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 oh. No sign of the rest. 
Foreskin. They must have been here. I don't see no damage. Oh, they aren't here. Where are they? Perkins, you better go inside and see if your wife is all right. Yeah, I sure had. Find out if the Redskins have been here and what happened. They're here all right. You see? They're plenty tracked. Lights! Lights! Who are all those men? Well, there's Kate. She's all right. Howdy, Miss Perkins. Kate, we're looking for the Indians. They captured Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob is here in the house. The boy's looking for me. It's Bob. It's a doc. Hey, doc, where'd you come from? Hey, I've got to dismount and get to the bottom of this. Yeah, me too. Bob, we've been chasing the Redskins that captured you. How'd you get away from them? That's what we aim to know. Take it easy, boys. Everything's all right. The Indians captured me, but they decided to let me go. And after I'd given them some medicine, I came here. Well, these critters needn't think they can get away with anything like that. Now that we've got all these homesteaders to fight with us, we're going after them savages and clean them out. Hold on, on Judd. Hold on a minute. You needn't go after those Indians. Why? They weren't the Apaches. What How do you mean? They were those peaceful redskins from the north side of the river. Chief Thundercloud's Chief men. Chief Thundercloud? Where'd he come from? The masked man brought them. The masked man? You mean the Lone Ranger? Oh, what? What? Now, calm down, you galoots, and listen to what I tell you. The Lone Ranger and Tano went to Thundercloud's village and persuaded Thundercloud and a hundred of his braves to come back here and camp in the hills until you, Judd, were ready to ride. Until I was ready to ride. Yes, you cantankerous old curmudgeon. We knew you'd rear up and plan an attack against the homesteaders just as soon as you could ride a horse. You're doggone right. You were captured, Bob. Sure, you were captured by the Redskins. There had to be some reason for you ranchers and the homesteaders to go chasing Indians. That's why I was captured. And you found out that the homesteaders were ready to fight for cattlemen. And we found out that the cattlemen were willing to fight for us homesteaders. That's the general idea. Together, you could drive off any force of Indians. Separated, you could be easily overpowered. And if you start killing off each other, you'll both lose out. Now, what are you going to do? Turn your guns on each other and fight it out? Well, Bob, we doggone it. You know what he says makes sense. Yes, you know, some of these homesteaders can ride as good as common. Perkins, your friends behave like fighting men. Why, Dad Rat, you back in the East, we were riding when some of you critters were knee-high to grasshoppers. Yes, you, you'd do all right if you had some riding stock instead of some of them broad-beam plows. <laughs> Why, what's wrong with our horses? If you had some critters like ours, you could bust up the ground and grow some corn and potatoes and things. Instead of eating nothing but beefsteak. Well, now, look, uh, I got some trading horses. Uh, maybe we could make some deals. I'm hmm? kind of like a cow pony for my personal ride. Well, maybe we ought to try a couple of them farm horses. Well, well let's do some horse training. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Can you hear the talk from behind this barn? Yes, Bob. They're talking about swapping horses. That's a good sign. <sighs> I wish you'd come out in the open and take credit for putting an end to the feuding. No, Bob. Todd and I will get back into the hills. Dan's waiting there for us. Hey, Bob! Dr. Bob, where are you? You better go, Bob. They're calling you. Here I am, Judd. What do you want? Uh, we ought to be downright sore at you for working with that masked man to trick us into becoming friends. Well, go on, be sore. And the next time you get thrown from a horse, you can call in that veterinary doctor. He'll treat you just like a horse. And if you've got any busted bones, he'll shoot you. <laughs> I reckon that'll hold you, Judge. No, no, no. You needn't talk up so sharp, Bob. I was just starting to say that we don't hold no hard feelings against you. And uh, just to show us, you can bring around some pills any time you want to. 
Yes, we'll buy you a doggone pill. <laughs> hey, what about that masked man? Where's he? Yeah, where is he, Bob? We gotta tell him a thing or two. Hey, it looks like you'll have to wait a while before you can talk to him again. Wait, where's he going? Why'd he slip out on us? I reckon he's going somewheres where there's a pack of addle-headed galoots that need the kind of medicine a doctor can't give. Lone Ranger medicine. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>